Okay, hello, welcome to the PlayStation Report. This is a show about video games, and Tyler, you're here with me. You like video games, I like video games. Have you been playing any video games? Some. Not as much as I would like, but I'm ready for the weekend where I will be able to play a lot of video games. Oh, so. yeah. Oh, yeah. Big weekend game plans. What, what, do you, what are you planning on tackling this weekend? I am hoping to finish Final Fantasy 16. <laughs> mm. Okay. I don't know, man. I'm liking so. this game. I'm liking this game, but it doesn't fucking end. It just keeps going. Mm. Um, if I remember correctly, I, th- I felt the same way about 15 as well. 15, I felt like, just kept going and going and going. Um, and, yeah. So I, I've played some Final Fantasy 16, but nothing nothing worth saying, really. So that's that's my big plan. Um, I mean, just just getting into it though. The other game I played, I, I played a little bit, just a few few rounds of uh, Forza Motorsport mm, yes. on that Xbox. How mm. do you feel about Forza Motorsport, dude? Really, really enjoying this game, and uh, absolutely want to play play more of it. Uh, the Gran Turismo energy is real in this one. Oh, yeah. I feel like more real than it's ever been in a Forza game. <laughs> Just the, I don't know, the vibes, the music, the the, the kind of the dialogue pre-race sometimes. Um, very much Gran Turismo. And there's nothing wrong with that. Because um, GT7 is fucking great. And... Uh, so a lot of good inspiration there, and I do think it's 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 really good. It definitely, you know, having played every Forza game except the first one on the original Xbox, um, they definitely uh, changed the way the cars handle. I think for the better. Like it's a lot more realistic, a lot more simulation, you could say, um, and I think it just. It's uh, based off a lot more of your inputs, which is good. Um, and I, th- I think my favorite thing, though, is how it basically rates every corner for you, um, mm-hmm. or like little, little sections of the track, um, which I just, I don't know. I just find that so cool. It's so addicting um, as well of like, oh yeah, I fucking nailed that. But what? That was only an 8.7? Like, how can I do that better? Um, I love that about about the whole thing. and um, Yeah, it's just a lot of the, the difficulty options are really nice. The penalty system's cool. The risk versus reward on your starting position is neat. Um, yeah, just overall the racing... Racing's good. The AI's fucking wild. I think you mentioned it last time. Like, I don't know. It's just like crazy how they'll just fucking wreck into each other and stuff. It's like, what is going on here? Um, but it's 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 good. I the one thing that I wish it did though with the whole corner rating system um, is I wish it almost like gave you an average at the end of the race that said like, you know, this race was a. 8.7 or something it's like okay you know that's good but maybe i want to do it again and get it up into the nines or something they're like holy hell i finished 
Third, I sucked ass, but my overall rating was a 6.2 or something. Like, oh, I can do way better on that. Like, I think it would be cool if they gave you some average or something at the end. Yeah, um, I, I think I would the, love that. the actual interesting thing that would um that would actually uh, uh, help me is, like, if they had, like, a heat map, like, they just had a track, and, like, the remaining right. sec, like it, like, it was just a heat map of the entire track and where you were doing well and where you weren't doing well as an average over the race. Yeah. No, I, I would love that. Or even even just something as simple as, say, like, a, I don't know, like like an F1, how they break a track into three sectors, you know, something like that, you know what I mean? But, yeah, like a heat map, even maybe breaking that down into even smaller sectors or something, like that would be that'd be really cool. I would, I would like that a lot, too. Um, yeah, so I, I just feel like some of that sort of feedback stuff is really awesome, but they could go so much further with it. So I don't know. Maybe that's something that'll come later. But overall, I'm I'm enjoying the game and wanting, looking forward to playing a lot more of it. So have you uh, been playing more of Forza Motorsport? Yeah, I have. So I've done a couple of the featured series, uh, which are the ones that are kind of like timed and rotating in. Um, I've done the first four or the first. The top row, I've done that that whole top row in the career, and I've gotcha. gone through the Miata in the second row. Nice. So I've I've done what total of eight series so far, and uh, yeah, really, uh, really getting a feel for it, and realizing that wait, maybe I don't like some of these cars. Maybe I've had <laughs> some regrets. Maybe I yeah. don't like the old BMW M3. Maybe I think it sucks shit. <laughs> yeah it's <laughs> it's so interesting um how you know obviously i I play a lot of the f1 games and i'm used to how those games or the, how those cars kind of feel in that like say silverstone for example yeah. you go into that first corner you're just fucking chucking it in there in an f1 car but in some like shitty little you know ford or something like that you just gotta you gotta obviously break real hard to get in there or something like that and try to take it real aggressive and on the edge it's just it's really interesting taking some of those cars to tracks like that um yeah I I agree. I I've run into a few cars where I'm like, hey, I don't like how this thing fucking feels at all. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's it's a pretty damn good game. I I enjoy it. I understand that there are some frustrations over the, some of the stuff they changed. There are a lot of people out there who just want to buy their car and fucking roll with it for the entire campaign. And if you want to do that, go play Horizon. Um, you can totally do that in Forza Horizon. So, right. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I I can see that too. I I, I like it this way though, just because it I don't know forces you to learn and do things a little differently with different types of cars. And yeah, I like and it like myself. It really it really exa- like I'm not sure if it's exaggerated or not, but you can really tell the difference between how certain cars handle. Like yeah, even within even within the same class of car, like the Miata handles so much differently than than the BMW M3. It's yeah, it's mm, night and day. Some of these cars. <laughs> yeah, it is. I also like the um, the upgrade system on the cars. Like 
I like that you can have control over that. You can get like as nerdy as you want, but I also like that there's just like a quick upgrade option if you don't really want to fuck around with it, but you obviously want to make your car better. And I think you can really tell the difference in some of that stuff too. It's just after a couple upgrades, the you know, you can really tell like, oh, I'm I'm launching way better out of the corner or, or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, it's it's nice. I like it. Yeah. I'm getting to the point where I'm like Maybe I need to turn some of these assists off. Maybe traction control is holding me back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, there you go. Yeah, I I think the the assist and the difficulty options and stuff are are really good. I also want one that I really like is the um, the track limits. Um, uh, Personally, I just kind of like that only only because of the feedback that it can give you of. You know, obviously it's like blue if you're within the within the track limits, but if you kind of push it a little bit more, it starts to turn yellow and then red, and then you know when it's red, like, oh, I might get a penalty for this. But if it's oh. yellow, you can kind of figure out how to how to push it a little bit more. Oh, so you're not you're not playing all the way for like for for that's that's difficulty slider. You didn't put that all the way for full penalties. Um, no. I don't think I put it all the way for full penalties, no. Okay, because I do I not might... get that kind of feedback. It's either a penalty or it's not for me. Oh, really? Interesting. <laughs> okay, that's interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll, I, 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 you know, I've only done a series and a half, so, you know, I'm still getting used to it a little bit more, but, um, so I might might flip it to full penalties just to see what's up, but, but I do like that. Just, uh, yeah, you can kind of just kind of figure out a little bit how far you can really push it out of a corner or something like that. I like it. Yeah, I, I'm not sure. Maybe there's a setting for this on the HUD, but I'd like to see like what penalties the drivers around me are getting or not getting. Because yeah, I don't, I'm curious I don't... sometimes because I feel like I'm not causing a lot of contact, but a lot of contact is happening. <laughs> yeah, right. I I'm curious on that too. I don't know if there's an option to give it to you like, in real time, but at the end of the race, like when it shows you the results, yeah. it'll have the penalties listed there. And I've noticed that some of the AI have gotten penalties. Um, but yeah, I would I would like to know that too. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's Forza Motorsport. Tyler, you have anything else? No, that's it. Just yeah, looking forward to uh, really. Hopefully, knocking out Final Fantasy 16 and getting into Spider-Man 2 here soon, and mm. a whole bunch of other stuff. So, yep. what about you? Well, Tyler, you gave me permission to play Baldur's Gate 3. I did. Yes, I've played a lot of Baldur's Gate 3. <laughs> I've I've got a lot to say, but not much that I feel like spoiling. So I. Mm, Mushroom people, Tyler. Have you heard of them? Have you I heard have of not. mushroom people? No. I'm, fr- I'm friends with the mushrooms. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It was either the mushrooms or some asshole dwarves. Mm. And I chose the mushrooms. Mushrooms do sound a little better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, did that. I. So I've I've wiped out the goblin camp. Um, turns out my tactical genius just can't be matched. Uh. 
So did you take out the like the one guy we yeah. got our asses kicked when you took yeah. him out? Oh yeah. I nice. fucking rammed him right through. <laughs> nice. Hell yeah. Um, yeah, I just I'm real I'm really fucking enjoying Baldur's Gate three and I mmm. Mmm. There's so many good uh so many good uh, side quests and and cool characters in that world that are just really just amazing. Some cool stuff with your companions is happening. It's all just great. There's mm, there's some things that are gonna happen to our companions that I am I'm just dying for you to see. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's awesome. Yeah. See, I I I've played I've played way too much of that. Uh, in fact, I had to pull myself away from Baldur's Gate 3 to come here. <laughs> That's good. That's good, though. Uh, the other game I've been uh, dabbling around... Well, I played a little bit of Starfield today, um, but there's nothing new to say about Starfield. It's Starfield. Um, I didn't really do anything new that deserves to be talked about. Uh, but the other game I did play last night on the couch with the girlfriend, she was curious about some games on Game Pass, so we downloaded a few and we, we picked one to play. And Tyler, do you remember back when I used to play Civilization and I'd play I like do. hundreds of fucking hours of Civilization? Yep, yep. Well, there was this game that released about three years ago, made by... You know, one of some of the people who've worked on Civilization. It's called Humankind. Okay, yeah, I remember remember that's that on, coming out. That's on Game Pass, and it plays a little bit like Civilization. And we sat down at like eight o'clock, and then it was like eleven thirty in a blink of an eye. <laughs> nice, um, because uh, I was I was letting her play, and I was just advising a little bit from my knowledge of how civilization works but it's it's a new game to me as well so there there's some new stuff that I have to learn um but yeah just the the draw to to uh say end turn and let's do a new turn uh instead of stopping stopping what you're doing and realizing that oh fuck it's really late uh <laughs> yeah it's it's a good one of those games so far and uh, surprisingly works okay on console. Like, they've figured out some control stuff. It is a little bit clunky, but, you know, it's what you're going to get when you want to play on a gamepad. Yeah. So so what's the, the hook of this game? Like, what are you, what are you doing, I, mean, I guess? So, I guess one of the, one of the kind of changes from Civilization is that um, so you, st the game can start all the way back in the Neolithic era before civilizations, um, and the way you advance eras is to earn era stars, and that changes with each era as you advance how you do those things, and then whenever you advance to a new era, you can take on a new culture, so, like, for example, we took on the Babylonians for our ancient era, but for our next era, we could choose something totally different like it we're not locked into anything like we could be babylonians but then maybe perhaps we could be 
Chinese for the next, like, the, whatever the Chinese dynasty is, the next era, or uh, we could be Greek or German or, or not, not German, but like, I don't know, the, the Visigoths, the, could be the Mongols, I, like all these different like civilizations, but you, you choose a civilization for your, for your era, you earn your era stars to get to the next era, and the way you actually win the game well, the way they advertise that you win the game, because I imagine conquest is still possible, but to uh, at the end of the game, who has the most fame, and you can earn fame different ways. Um, yeah, it's it's really cool. Uh, there are a lot of cool events that happen in game that you have to make decisions that shape the direction of your culture, and yeah. Cool. Yeah. No, that's cool. So, so is there? There's no way to win, like. What can in civilization can't you win through like fucking like science or religion or something like that? Like yeah, I different ways like that. There are similar ways to win. Maybe <clears throat> those maybe those paths like maybe a science path. You, there's a science path to earning fame. Um, it's just or yeah, it's I'm I'm not entirely sure how that works. It's, we gotcha. we did not play through an entire game. Those games take forever. <laughs> yeah, right. That's cool. Nice. It sounds fun. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's pretty much all the games. Uh, there was a car crash while we were playing that outside, like the intersection that my house is near. And oh I, I, really? I, I Shit. Heard, I heard someone honk their horn, and then I heard like a thud. Uh, and went out there. I think everyone was okay, but it took them a while to clean it up, which was a little Damn. Bit annoying. That sucks. Jeez. Yeah, and then today I've, I've I'm I'm hoping what I heard was fireworks and not gunfire. But then again, <laughs> why the fuck are people setting off fireworks in the middle of October? I don't know. Yeah, right. There's no fucking but it's reason not to like, do that. It's not like I haven't seen fireworks just fucking set off at random parts of the year. Like it right. just fucking happens. I don't know why, but like, eh. yeah. Yeah. No, people, people do it. Yeah, I guess they don't stop selling fireworks. <laughs> no, I mean I've been there. I've been at, you know, around those people that just set off fireworks and on a random fucking day. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm always like, why are you doing this? But whatever. Yeah. Yeah, America. <laughs> yeah, for sure. We like our explosives. We do absolutely. Uh, speaking of explosive, sales of Starfield. Woohoo! <laughs> uh, Starfield, the number one selling game in September, despite being on Game Pass, despite being a console exclusive. Starfield. Let's go through the all the games here. Uh, I'll start us at twenty. Diablo 4, 19 Sea of Thieves, 18 Elden Ring, 17 Gran Turismo 7, 16 Rainbow Six Siege, 15 Mario Kart 8, 14 Minecraft, 13 Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, 12 Resident Evil 4 Remake, 11 Star Wars Jedi Survivor. Uh, 10 Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, uh, 9 Hogwarts Legacy, 8 Armored Core 6, 7, The Crew Motorfest, 6, NBA 2K24, 
5 Payday 3, 4 Madden NFL 24, 3 EA Sports FC 24, 2 Mortal Kombat 1, and yes, number 1 Starfield. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that is uh, incredibly impressive um, for Starfield. Um, you know, they Bethesda's talked a lot about the number of players and how this is like their best launch ever, but then it also sold really well. Um, you know, I also imagine, you know, we don't have hard data on it, but a lot of people probably signed up for Game Pass for this thing too. I mean, I just think this is a, this is a good win for Microsoft and a win that they desperately needed. Um, and it's good for Bethesda too. I mean, Especially after Redfall, after Fall '76, even though that was a number of years ago, like they they needed to uh, to crush it with this one. It seems like they did. So yeah, it's it's good. And the game is not a clown shoes mess of bugs. I mean, there are some bugs mm-hmm. in the game, but it is not your traditional Bethesda. Holy fuck! Why is this game doing this sort of thing? <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Um, yeah, it's 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 good, and and there was a lot of people too. I'm sure that signed up for, uh, you know, the early access sort of thing that they oh, did. Um, and I, I'm curious what the sales tail of this game is going to be as well. Like, how long is how long is it going to stay on this chart? You know, if at all, who knows? Um, just because Game Pass, you know, obviously does eat into those sales. It's just a different way to get your game out there, and so. Yeah, just curious on uh, how that'll go for the game. Uh, Not surprising to me, but um, maybe to some folks, uh, the FIFA license meant nothing to EA in their soccer game at this point. They've developed so much trust in in their game, and like people understand what that is. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Yep. Yeah, it was was, another one selling game in Europe. which is to be expected, but yeah, still strong sales here in the United States. Right. Yep. Yeah, I was I was going to bring that up too. I EA is probably very happy with how that game's doing right now. Um, Mortal Kombat One being up there too. If I remember correctly, Mortal Kombat Eleven was one of the best selling games of the year that year that it, that game came out. So no surprise in that one. I imagine that will also continue to sell i guess i need to eat my words a little bit on the crew motor fest i think it was just last week i was like who the fuck plays the crew why does ubisoft keep making the crew and here it is at number seven yeah what the fuck all right whatever i'll i'll eat my fucking words on that one i've obviously been proven wrong here by this data but still i don't get it i just feel like no one cares about that like in terms of the conversation you could say yeah. But clearly, you know, that's there's plenty of people that do. So I gotta, I gotta eat that was, one a little bit. Was that a full price video game? Was the Crew Motorfest a full price video game? Ooh, that's a good question. I want to say it is, but Crew Motorfest. Well, it's already on sale. <laughs> yeah, this is the first search result I see. Uh, what is it on sale for? Okay, it is a full price video game. Yeah, right. I'm on PlayStation Store here, seventy bucks. Okay. Yeah. Wow. I mean, good for them. Good. Good for Ubisoft. (laughs) Yeah. Armored Core sticking around. Yeah, definitely. That's good to see. I think I also saw that uh, 
think Minecraft's past like 300 million yep. copies sold or some shit. Is that... Li- I saw something that's like the first 300 million copy game. Yeah. Hmm. Crazy. Crazy. Um, PS5, best-selling console there. No surprise. But I did read that I think Xbox with Starfield and just overall sales and everything had their best best month per revenue since like 2016 or something like that which is pretty crazy um and overall spending up 10 percent four and a half billion yeah a lot of money being made for sure uh yeah Uh, i guess speaking of sales let's just jump ahead here lies of p also did pretty well um considering it is also on Game Pass. Um, and, you know, there's there are a ton of these uh, s- Souls... These, these, um, hmm, these From Software-like games. Uh, <laughs> uh, Lies of P mostly emulating uh, Bloodborne, but um, Lies of P selling one million uh, in less than a month, so... Also on Game Pass. Also, yeah. This seems pretty good for a Pinocchio video game (laughs) that everyone was laughing at. Uh, And then people took a closer look and were like, oh, wow, uh, they have something here. And yeah, it certainly looks like they have something here. Just from some of these screenshots, some of these enemies. And I've, I've seen some trailers too, but yeah, this game looks really good. Yeah, it does. Um... It, and it seems like it's it doesn't hide its inspirations for sure. Um, so, yeah, good for them. And I think this is only this team's like second game too. Um, I think they made a an MMORPG before. So yeah, I mean, just coming out here, a lot of success and really putting themselves on the map. So good for them. Plus, yeah, who knows how much too Microsoft paid out for. Game Pass. I mean, we saw some of that. Some of those figures that they were anticipating for certain games, so I'm sure they're they're pleased. You know, it's kind of like um, Sea of Stars recently also has sold really well, but also is on PlayStation Plus and Game Pass, so yeah. Some of, the, some of these studios doing very well. Yeah. Alright. Uh, we had a leak. Um... We've talked a little bit about the PlayStation 5 Slim. They they unveiled it. Uh, and we apparently have a leak of the, the release date. Um, it's going to be bundled with Spider-Man 2, November 8th. Uh, yeah. If this leak yeah. is to be believed. But yeah, that's yeah, that's just in time to start rolling it out onto shelves ahead of Black Friday and, you know... Got that? Got all the holiday sales to make. Hmm. Yep. Apparently, this bundle will be five hundred and sixty dollars. So it's not like you're saving yeah. money yeah, necessarily. No. I guess you're saving ten dollars. Yeah. With Spider-Man Two being seventies, but <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, still, well, it saves you, know. you wrapping two gifts, I guess. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. You know what? I mean, whatever. It's it's not that that bad. I mean, I guess if you if you uh, have the money to buy a console, you're going to buy a game. So yeah, 
you're looking you know, around that much anyways so yeah so yeah and i think having a bundle with this newer model uh, in spider-man 2 i mean spider-man 2 is going to sell like crazy i mean it's just a you know a no-brainer move to do this so sony will absolutely dominate the holiday with this bundle All right, let's see. What else we have? Let's talk. A little, let's talk, talk a little about Uncle Pete. Uncle Pete's saying goodbye for a little for a little while. He's he's uh, stepping down. He's leaving Bethesda after twenty five years. Pete Hines. Uh, yeah, he, huge figure, huge public facing figure, especially when they were doing uh doing their own E three shows there for a while. Um, yeah. Head of publishing. <laughs> yeah, worked with a lot of different teams. Yeah, I guess... Man. Kind of an end of an era. Like, Pete Hines is like one of the dudes who was, who's been at Bethesda for a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I've, I thought this was kind of shocking, but also, you know, so it's, it's, I think sometimes we forget how long some of these people have been at these companies um 24 years is a long time and uh yeah obviously he he's uh he is the guy for bethesda in terms of speaking um and i mean i guess outside of todd howard but um, well if it if it's not bethesda game studios it's pete hines right. talking about it <laughs> exactly exactly so I'm curious who will fill that role, if anyone, now, especially that um, Microsoft owns them. Um, I feel like his role has definitely been diminished since Microsoft purchased Bethesda. Um, just because, you know, they're rolled into, like, the Microsoft showcase and they don't really have anyone speaking at them, period. So, um, that's been a little bit of a bummer because I do like Pete Hines a lot and I think he will certainly be missed at the company, um... But, you know, Bethesda is part of a massive mega corporation now. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it, yeah, like I said, it, it's been, you know, I, I like him and I like how much he kind of would get out there, but, you know, we'll see where it goes. Yeah. It's just, I, I find it uh, interesting, like, how much of a role did he have in those years that he was there with after the Microsoft acquisition? Because how much of a role does a head of publishing play when you're basically getting published by Microsoft at that point? Like, you, you're not... I, I feel like a lot of the decisions get taken out of your hand at that point. Right, uh, I'm yeah. Not sure like, how, I'm not sure how much leeway he had in a, in a lot of the decisions being made. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda and, you know, Activision as well, though, they kind of still act like their own publisher. But yes, it's definitely changed with that. So I'm I'm with you there. Um, I also, you know, he didn't say any of this. And this I'm just putting like a tinfoil hat on sort of thing. But um, in some of the FTC stuff that came out, he had some pretty interesting things to say about certain things, uh, especially when... Microsoft bought Activision of in you know all of a sudden Bethesda games are exclusive, but Activision's games are not. 
um, or, or at least Call of Duty. Um, and, you know, he seemed a little frustrated about certain things. So I wonder if that plays into this at all. I'm not saying it is. I'm just kind of basing that off of that. But still, yeah. yeah it, it'll be interesting to see where he pops up if he decides to come back to the games industry. But I, I think he's I think he's earned right. a break. <laughs> yeah, I think so as well. All righty. Uh, we have a delay. A late delay. Holy shit. Um, Lord of the Rings, Return to Moria, the, you know, the deep rock galactic, but Lord of the Rings. Um, it's now coming out December 5th. Uh, yeah. On PlayStation. So it comes out on PlayStation December 5th. It's supposed to come out October 24th. I think it's still launching October 24th on PC comes to xbox early 2024 but saying they're delaying it to improve various aspects of it you know i hope this you know this i guess let me back up this game isn't my type of game but i hope it's good just because it's lord of the rings and i like lord of the rings and the last lord of the rings game that came out Gollum, was not very good um but i didn't think that this game looked very good when it was revealed um, so, I don't know. We'll What's see. I didn't put it in the news, but Gollum might not be the worst game that came out this year. Oh, I did see that. This, did you uh, see that Skull that, Island uh, Skull game? Island? Yeah, Skull yeah. Island. Holy fuck, that, that game looks awful. It does look bad. It, it's saying something when, you're, when Gollum might not be the worst game to come out this year. Ooh. <laughs> well, and when we say worst game to come out this year, worst game... That is like in the public knowledge. I'm sure there are plenty right. of shitty fucking games out there. But oh like yeah, games that don't um, get mainstream coverage. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. With you there. Yeah, and I don't. I don't like to dunk on bad games, but like, it seems like the light. They were relying a lot on the license. Like the license just got fucking handed out to someone. <laughs> it did. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I I hope Embracer Group, you know, I'm sure some of these things were already kind of in motion uh, when Embracer Group bought it, but also I just hope they take care of the license more, but it doesn't sound like they're going to based on <laughs> the things they said. And then also just how Embracer's been acting and that their, their moves recently have not been great. So, yeah, overall, I'm not, I'm not too... Uh, too pleased with where Lord of the Rings is going, but yeah. All right. Uh, and last bit of news here. This is a sad one for me, personally. Paradox and Harebrained Schemes parting ways after Lamplighters League. I have not played Lamplighters League. It's looked cool. It's, but the thing that bums me out here. We're probably not going to get a BattleTech two now. Oh, Battle so this is the team. That Hairbrain, made that. yeah, Hairbrain schemes mm. made BattleTech. Oh fuck! And then Paradox told them that they weren't allowed to make BattleTech two because they'd have to license that IP from Microsoft because Microsoft owns it. Uh, owns the BattleTech IP, and um, so they were like, you know. We're not going to license that. Go create your own IP. They created Lamplighters League, and now 
it, now it's falling apart. And, yeah, I'm, I'm just bummed. Maybe, mm. I hope the people at Harebrain Schemes gets a chance to make a Battletech game at some point, because I fucking need it. Yeah, man, that was that was one of your fucking jams years ago. <laughs> Dude, that game is... I still think about that game. That game is fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, no, that's awesome. Yeah, our... It's it's sad, you know, that... Um, yeah, th- this whole thing is, is sad. I think it's very sad that uh, 80% of their staff has been let go at Hairbrain Schemes. Yeah. Um, this game's just... It's not hitting. It's not catching on with... Uh, many people it's not obviously not selling well at all it's also in game pass and i don't think that's helping um you know and it's not like oh game pass taken away from sales i just i don't think it's getting any attention on game pass either um so i just it's unfortunate i think it's a just a really bad fucking time to put out a game like this you know, I, I do wonder if they, and I know there's reasons why they can't totally do this, but if they held the game, released it in a different time next year, you know, next year's looking packed, but nothing like, like it is now. I mean, it's just, it's it's hard when there are this many massive games launching that are just absolutely sucking up the conversation, and they're good games, too. Um you know, it's just it's hard to launch something like this, so I, I feel bad for them um, that it didn't land because it doesn't seem like they made a bad game either. Um, game seems neat, so yeah, it's a shame. Yeah, it's the thing is, I just I didn't like I didn't even know about Lamplighters League that like I knew almost nothing about it right. until like I saw it pop up on Game Pass once, and I'm like, huh. I didn't even know it was a harebrained schemes game. Like, they like Paradox did not do them any favors with this at all. No, no, I, I agree with you there. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 shame, dude. It's this year's just such a I don't know a make or break year, you know. It's it just seems like your game comes out and it succeeds or it comes out and it absolutely fails. And it's it's sad when we see this stuff. There's obviously been a ton of layoffs in this industry this year and it's sad to see more of them as well. It sucks. Yeah. And on that bummer. That's all the news <laughs> we've got. Uh been kind of a short cycle here. Did you did you find something? Are you are you putting something no. in there? Okay. No. Nothing new. All right. Yeah. That's that's what we've got. Uh, we'll be back next time. You'll hopefully have finished Final Fantasy. I'm. Yeah. I'm begging you, please finish Final Fantasy so you can move on to Spider Man because I think, man. So I didn't play Miles. Do I need to play Miles Morales before I play Spider Man? I probably oh. would. I well, I guess I, I guess would. it is part of the PlayStation, the whatever this collection or whatever they call it. I can play it without buying it. I guess so. Maybe I have to yeah. do that. It. But there's I, a new fucking Mario game coming out tomorrow as we're recording. God damn it! 
I know, yeah. The one thing about Miles Morales, though, is I think if you really wanted to, you could mainline the stories and the mainline the story in probably five hours, maybe even okay. less. Like it, it's it's honestly a pretty short game. It's very good though, but hmm. maybe yeah. I do that because I am curious about the Spider Man, the Spider Men, Spiders yes. Mans. Uh, Me too. Yeah, shooting very... some webs. Yeah, I'm I'm very excited to play play that game. Yeah, I'm excited to play some shit. Yeah, mm. excited for also um, US GPs this weekend in F1. Yeah, Daniel Sprint Ricardo weekend. back in back in time to you know visit the United States. <laughs> yep, exactly. You know, Coda is usually very good no matter what. So you know, knock on wood, but. Hopefully it'll be an entertaining time. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, we're going to have to call it there. Uh, there's not much else to talk about, and we don't want to drag this show on longer than it has to be. So if you could, please, all of you out there, you're listening. Do all the good things. Give us ratings, reviews. Share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games and... Vroom, vroom, vroom.